Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I took care of a micro-anxiety list item. Is that the way you say that? A micro-anxiety list item? I don't think you have to say list item. I think you just say I took care of a micro-anxiety. I took care of a micro-anxiety, and it was buy new whiteboard markers. We use whiteboards for our show schedule every day and, like, some other organizational stuff. And Jeff bought the – he uses the whiteboard markers that are, like, pointy and – they're not like there's some whiteboard markers that are flat on one side. Do you know what I'm saying? Like the ones that Expo makes, those are the ones, the thick ones. You buy the but, thin ones. Oh, I just, I don't really have, I've, I did not realize it was an issue. I don't really have a whiteboard marker preference. I just bought whatever was came up first on Amazon, I think. Okay. I'm going to tell you a story that's going to make you love me less. Okay. <laughs> should be fun. So I um, was right. I got new whiteboard markers. Very excited about this because I love school supplies, office supplies, whatever. Writing down this show schedule yesterday and the day before. And I'm like, Jeff, look at how good my handwriting looks with these markers. And you looked at me like I was a weirdo. I don't think your handwriting looks any different. It with- looks so good. It doesn't look any, you have, I like your handwriting. Yeah. You don't, and I don't see a difference between this and the other. I mean, if it makes you feel good, you know, I'm fine with it. when you have a good pen? Yeah. Why do you like a good pen? It's like, why does your car seem to run better when it's washed? Yeah, it's kind of yeah. that type of thing. Yeah. But I'll tell you the reason why. When I was in fifth grade, I had a science teacher that had the best handwriting of all time. Like it was perfectly straight. It was so good. She um, wrote notes on the whiteboard and it was like perfect. And I was like, I want my handwriting to be like hers. So I had a whiteboard when I was in fifth grade and I would like spend so much time writing to like try to make my handwriting like hers. That's what you see on the whiteboard today. What was her name? I don't want to say it because I feel like it's really creepy. <laughs> Why is it creepy? I think uh, a teacher would be super impressed to know that they had any impact on a student. Well, that's a weird impact to have. But she was one of my favorite teachers. I thought she was super cool and super awesome. She was young and just the coolest ever. So I spent a lot of time copying her handwriting. And it worked the best when I had the thick Expo marker. So I went out and bought them. I wrote down our show schedule. And I'm just like, look at how good my handwriting looks. And you just don't share the same enthusiasm that we do about like getting the good pens. Like we have the good pens now. I'm glad you're so happy about your handwriting. Because just a couple of hours ago, you were so sad about something. What was I sad about? We had to get a new dresser slash changing table for Ellie's nursery. Oh, well, I wasn't sad. I was just you were, bummed that I'm so dumb. And the, it, 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 uh, I don't know if this is typical, right? Do Is that how most changing tables are? Are they the top of dressers? 
Is that? I don't know. I think our, I think they're interchangeable. Or chest or whatever. But like it's a little six drawer thing. And then on top of it, there's a changing table thing that we set on top of it. And we had to get it. The old one got damaged in the move. So we bought a new one and Callie neglected to measure the top. I was more concerned on if the width, I mean, like the, the length, the length was going to fit the wall. So I measured that and I just didn't think about the depth because who makes like a six drawer dresser that's, that's skinny, that's skinny. Like that doesn't make sense to me. Like so, console table, fine, but dresser, no. As we're hauling it up the stairs, I notice how thin it is. And I say to Callie. You measured to make sure this will fit the changing table, right? And I could tell by the look on her face that I'm like, nope. She didn't. <laughs> and so. you just looked me dead in the eye and you're like, really? I'm like, really? No, I, I hadn't thought about it until so. just now. So needless to say, the table that I was excited about, not going to work. I do appreciate the workout, though, carrying something extremely heavy up and down a flight of stairs for no reason. Though. I did. I did it for you. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Friday, June 17th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful that we have now recorded in this studio for one full week and not once had to pause for a loud car going by. Woohoo! I I think we mentioned this a couple of times on the show that that for whatever reason the street we lived on was a was a popular street for those just loud people who make their cars intentionally loud, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, that's not something that you notice when you're you know buying a house or signing a lease, right? You don't like right sit in the in the on the street for a night and count the loud cars. So that caught us by surprise. So at least once or twice a week, we would have to pause or recut a part of the show because one would go flying by. And that has not happened at all this week. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for our clean bedroom. Our bedroom looks so good. There are no more moving bags We are done with our bedroom, and it feels very calm in there, don't you think? Yeah, and if you come over to visit, don't ask me why my closet door is shut. Just go with it. Oh, because that's the only part of it that's messy? Yeah, I I did. um, That's like a bachelor cleanup. Like, you got a girl coming back to your apartment, so you just shove everything Everything in the closet closet under the bed and Mm. and hope she doesn't look at it. Our, Our bedroom is oddly... I don't know if the word is wide or long, but I think the TV that we have in our bedroom is uncomfortably, I don't know that it's watchable. It's so far from the bed. Here's a question for you. When is the last time that we watch TV in our bed? If it's unwatchable, it's the only thing we'll want to do. Is watch TV in bed? Yeah. Yeah. On on Fridays, we do a one to 10 check-in, find out how... Uh, how you're doing on a scale of how we're each doing on a scale of one to 10. We encourage you to do the same because by assigning a number or a grade to how you're doing, um, it lets people avoid the, I'm fine. And then just moving on, it makes you really think, how am I doing? So with that, Callie, on a scale of one to 10, 
How are you this week? I am a seven. A seven? Yeah. Okay. A seven. I'm I'm good. I feel good. I'm excited about our house. I'm really excited that Ellie went to camp this week and I we, thought that was awesome. We had such a productive, we had such a cool Thursday that I would have expected your seven to be higher, to be honest. I it was higher. Until the trash, until the changing table trash. No, 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 no. That, that was like, eh, whatever. I'm just so glad we didn't unpack it. Um, I just really, I'm still struggling with myself. Like I kind of just don't like myself right now in general. So that's bringing me down a little bit, but in terms of like where we are and I, I feel inspired by where we are. I'm happy where we are. I'm so happy we moved. I'm happy our house is coming together. So there's a lot of good. I'm just not outstanding. Would your points go up if I told you that, um, I'm really happy with who you are. And I think Ellie Aww. is too. She seems to, she seems to think you're neat. Oh, that's really sweet. Very sweet of you. Uh, Jeff Dollar, one to 10. How are you doing? Uh, I am an eight. I'm an eight. The only reason it's it's not a nine is because my toe is not completely healed, but we're like 90% there. Yeah. Uh, You're not hobbling around anymore. Not really hobbling. Um, I still take it easy going down the stairs because every now and again, if I just hit it just right, yeah, um, it's a little surprise. Hi, I'm still here. Uh, but yeah, I am... I am an eight. We did have such a productive day yesterday, um, but, and we got a whole, we got like the house is unpacked, like everything's done and whatever. A couple rooms need to just be like closets need to be sorted, but uh, that feels really good. The studio is completely done. Um, we'll, the decorating is not done, but it's unpacked and yeah, it's usable. Yeah. And, and the cords are all put away and we'll put hang some pictures on the wall. That feels really good. But the highlight of yesterday was Ellie going off to her first day at camp is what, what it was. But it's the first time she has ever gone somewhere that's like a daycare slash camp slash babysitter slash whatever situation that isn't your parents. Yeah. Um, we, well, she's had babysitters before. But it's the first time she's ever gone. We've never taken her to someone's house. We've never taken her, and she hasn't been around other kids, really. Yeah, she has half a dozen friends, but but no, like, group of stranger friends. Yeah. And, this, and she did so well. Oh my gosh. She totally rocked it. We, um, the teachers let us come in early. So she was the only one there when we got there and she looked at Jeff and I, like her eyes lit up and she was like, oh my gosh, like these toys, these books, these are for me. Like I get to play with this stuff. And her eyes just lit up. She was cautious cause she's like smart and likes to observe things, but she was so excited. She was less cautious than I expected her to be, to be honest. Me too. Like she, she sat down on Callie's lap. Callie got down on the floor with her and she sat on Callie's lap for um, a few minutes and kind of looked around and then stood up and walked over. And I thought she was going to walk over and like hug my leg, but she kind of just walked by me to the basket of books and she like picked one up and looked at all of us. Like, can I read this? Can I read this? And then she like flipped through it. Then she saw like a pile of blocks or Legos or something. And she went over to those. She picked them up and she looked at everybody like, can I also touch this? And then it was game on. 
It was so cool. Um, and then other kids started to come into the classroom and I guess like, I don't know if it's like this every day, but the teacher, like as kids would come in, this is like a toddler class. Like they would come in, they would put their own little book bags away and then they would sit down to color. And, you know, so Ellie were like, do you want to go color with the other kids? Like she met the other kids and they all just stare at each other. It's funny. They're like at, at, you know, 19, 20 months, they just look at each other. They're They're like, oh, you, you're my height. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. They just like, they're like, um, oh, Sophie, we have a new friend in class today. Come say hi to Ellie. And then Sophie just walks up like like six feet, like the perfect socially awkward distance, like not close enough to have a conversation, but not far enough away to make you wonder if they're in your circle or not. Like six feet and just stares. And then Ellie stares at her. And then after a certain amount of time, uh, Sophie goes and puts her book bag away and 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 that's it. And now they're best friends and they're probably going to be in each other's weddings and whatnot. Probably. So when Ellie, we were like, do you want to go color? Do you want to go sit with friends? And so we, you know, sat her down and she, we, I didn't do this on purpose, but her back was to the door. So the teacher like got down really close to her and we snuck out and I was so excited. I got a text message um, in the middle of the day from one of the teachers that said, hey, just wanted to let you know, Ellie is so sweet. She's doing great. She has had no tears yet today and she is making friends, which I loved hearing. I um, like yesterday morning when I was talking to her, like I said, look, here's when you get in there, like find the biggest kid and just punch him right in the face. That's knock, literally, I'm not kidding knock you. Knock him out. And cause that's how you establish dominance. Jeff you know? said that to her when we were eating breakfast. Yeah. I'm like, Jeff. That's what you do because then they know that there's a new boss on the block. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how you establish that. And then, um, I didn't check her backpack, but I sent her with a few cigarettes cause you can trade those for anything. <laughs> You know, when you're in a place like that. Uh huh. So, and if there's anything you need, Mm -hmm. you're like, hey, I got some cigarettes. Can you give me an extra, you know, biscuit Mm -hmm. at lunch today? So I didn't check to see, but she was prepared. I sent her in prepared. Anywho, um, I sent her in prepared with goldfish and an orange. That was what, that was my contribution to the morning. Not quite as interesting as Jeff's. Um, But yeah, I feel really good about it. I'm so glad that she liked it. The part that is the weirdest for me is that she, it's the first time that she's kind of been anywhere without us that she can't verbalize to us, like what she went through that day. Like when, with my parents, you know, she spends one day a week with my parents and they're like, Oh, she did this and she did this and she did this. So we kind of feel like we know, but But they report on also on her emotions. Like, Oh, she was grumpy after her nap. Or she had no interest in lunch or she was in a really good mood uh, when, you know, she was helping Poppy blow the leaves in the yard or whatever. I am 100% there with you. It's so odd to me that there is a four-hour window of her day, of her life, where we have very little idea. But she knows. She knows. It's in her brain. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like. She knows it. There's just no way for her to share it with us. And it's that's odd to me. It's so weird. And I want to know everything. Like, I wish they had little cameras so I could spy on her and be like, is she approaching other people? Is she, you know, sharing when the teacher says something? Does she listen to the teacher? Like, I have so many questions, but I'm I also so, don't want to be like that parent. You know, I'm so, I know there's some 
uh, schools and daycares and whatnot that have the cameras that you can use. I'm so glad it's not an option because it's the only thing I would do. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. The only, only thing, thing I, I would do. do. And I would be, and I would be getting mad too. I'd be like, why isn't that kid talking to her? Like, why, why, why didn't he share his giraffe with her? She gave him the hippopotamus. Why didn't she, he give it, you know what? I'm going to meet that guy outside. And then I'd be there, you know, and beat up a two-year-old. <laughs> oh my God. You are all sorts of wrong. Or as one of my friend's moms always says, you're not right. You are not right, Jeff Dollar. We helped launch a new podcast this week. Um, uh, Moshe is his name and he is on Instagram and he has a, like a, a, a content network called Mo, Mo News. So he has an Instagram feed where he shares news. And then he has a newsletter where he does a little more news analysis and, and whatnot. And then he has weekly Instagram lives and interviews that he does with newsmakers and, and uh, people important to, uh, to what's going on in the world. And he wanted to launch a podcast and he, he came to 1022 to do it. And we launched it in less than a week and it's shot to the top of the charts and it's sitting comfortably in the top 20 of the, the news charts on both Spotify and Apple. And it's also on uh, the, the, you know, the overall chart. It's in the top 200. It's fantastic. It's I so am cool. not at all surprised. And I think it's going to be a show that sits in the charts and that could, he is so stinking smart. Like, do you ever listen to him and be like, wow, yeah. I'm really not very smart. Yeah, he is. He's so smart, but he's not snobby. He's cool and fun. Yeah. So it's really interesting. And I could listen to him all day. I mean, I find him so fascinating. And the woman that he does two shows a week with, um, her name is Jill. They have great chemistry. And I think it's going to be, I mean... I think it's going to be one of those shows that sits on the top of the chart. It's super, super cool. Uh, people love him. I totally get why. And I'm very excited that we get to work on this. I was talking to him, uh, you know, doing show stuff and we got off on a side conversation and he and I both share this same uh, trait, I guess it is, where if there is someone that we have hired to do something on our behalf, we feel compelled to help them, even if, even though they probably don't want us to, and we are paying them good money not to. The reason it came up is, uh, I think we mentioned this on the podcast earlier this week, that, that we had a handyman come over and help us put some furniture together to do some stuff post-move that took him like three hours to do would have taken us the better part of an after like an entire day. It would know? have taken us a whole weekend. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. Cause it's what he does and what he knows. And it was the best money we spent related to our move. But I was telling Moshe, I feel compelled to help him when he's in the house doing stuff, even though I'm sure he doesn't want my help and I have paid him to, to do it. Moshe's like, I'm the same exact way. And I hate it. It drives me nuts. Cause you're like, yeah, maybe it's something like, I don't know where you're just trying to be like, Hey, I'm your buddy. I'm your friend. I can help. It's yeah. And there's also, it's so strange, but there's also a level it's, 
I, I was, I, the fact that it happens to him too, I tried to figure out what the feeling was, like why. And it's almost like, it's almost, it's a bizarre guilt feeling. Like if I am just sitting on the couch, like reading my emails or even scrolling through Instagram or whatever, and there is somebody who is doing physical labor that I'm capable of doing. Mm-hmm. I feel compelled to go over there and be like, yeah, it feels weird. What can I do? Yeah. It feels weird for you too. It totally feels weird. I mean, I had Ellie, but for part of the time, like you went to the store or something, I was hanging with Ellie. I was sitting on the couch, like scrolling through my phone while Ellie was having a snack and he was, you know, lifting this heavy thing. And I, I just, I felt guilty. I was like, I feel like I should be up, but I know he doesn't want me in the way. Is it because he's in our house? Do you think? It just feels rude to me because I've never once gone to a Wendy's and been like, oh, you look really slammed. Let me get my own Frosty. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that's never. I think it's because just by nature, well, I think just by nature of people being in your home, I think the natural instinct is to take care of people and provide for people who are in your space. Um, But I, yeah, but it happens outside of the home because I was thinking about all the places it happens. You know what else would happen? Hmm. If I call uh, AAA because I got a flat tire. And I just have to stand at the side of the road while AAA guy oh, yeah, changes the tire. I, I, look, I'm every instinct I have is, hey, you want me to hold those lug nuts or something? Hey, you want me to hold Let your me nuts? Let me tell you something funny. When I, yeah, I heard that joke. What joke? Mm. Um, when I got my flat tire and I was with my parents and I, um, there was a guy changing our tire. Guess where my dad was? Helping him, right? I, I, I don't know if he was actually helping, but he was standing there making conversation at, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was a guy that does that for a living. Literally that's his job. Right. His job is to change flat tires. Yes. On the, on busy highways. On busy highways. That is his literal job. He owns his business. And my dad was like keeping him company, but I think that's like instinct. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. I asked my dog, Sadie, what's two minus two? She said nothing. You know what feels really good that can really make your day, sometimes your even your whole week, getting a compliment on something you're wearing. And I always get compliments when I wear my Rothy's. I am the proud owner of five pair of Rothy's. I was a paying customer of theirs before they were an advertiser and they are my favorite pair of shoes. I love the sneaker style for just like casual running around. I actually wore them during our move too, because they're super comfortable. And then for work, if I like feeling like I want to dress it up a little bit, I wear the loafer style, which is another favorite of mine. These shoes are so comfortable. They are sustainable. They're made out of water bottles that would have otherwise wound up in landfills. And Rothy's has repurposed 125 million water bottles into shoes. So you can feel great about your purchase. You can also machine wash them on a delicate cycle, cold, never heat, and let them air dry. So not only are they cute, they're comfortable. You can wash them. And when you let them air dry and then you put them on your feet, it's like having a brand new pair of shoes. 
Once you buy your first pair of Rothy's, you are going to be addicted. You will instantly see why I have five pair. Your new favorite shoes are waiting. Discover the versatile styles you can wear absolutely anywhere and get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash upside for $20 off your first order. Bombas designed their socks, shirts, and underwear to be the clothes you cannot wait to put on every single day. Now, I know temperatures are getting higher in the 90s every day, humidity through the roof. Why is anybody talking about putting clothes on? Well, the clothes are Bombas, soft, seamless, tagless, super cozy, and they are super perfect for every single thing that you do. You're into sports. They got comfy performance styles that have thoughtful design features. They're going to keep you cool. You're going to forget that you're wearing Bombas clothes. If you could work out naked, you would, but you can't. That's illegal. So Bombas, they got you covered. Their underwear even has a barely there feel with second skin support. So Their socks, underwear, T-shirts, all so comfortable for you for summer, but they're also the three most requested clothing items at homeless shelters. So know that when you make a purchase at Bombas, they make a donation of the same to somebody who is experiencing homelessness. Go to bombas.com slash upside, get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash upside for 20% off bombas.com slash upside. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Sometimes when you feel burned out, you know exactly why. For me, I've been feeling the burnout because we've been moving, we've been working like crazy, we have a toddler, and it's just a lot. But sometimes you can feel a little depressed or just really tired or like there's a fog that you can't lift or seem to get yourself out of. And that might be because you feel burnout for a reason that you're not even sure of. And that's when therapy can help. I have been in therapy on and off for years and it has completely changed my life. Now, if you're struggling, a really common question that you might ask yourself as I have done before is, okay, really, but can it help? I mean, this fog will lift eventually, I'll be fine. Okay, maybe, but Speaking with a licensed professional counselor helps so much to lift that fog. And it's like putting on glasses for the first time. You feel like you can suddenly see, suddenly breathe and life seems to be a little bit more manageable. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. Upside listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. Here are your three random things for today. Number one, hot temperatures. I don't know where every single person is listening to this podcast, where they live. But I feel like the entire country is in uh, is in a convection oven. If you live in the United States, chances are you are hot right now. There, it's so hot in... Is it Kansas, Kentucky, somewhere in the Midwest that thousands of cows died? I saw that, but not like not like five cows, like thousands. 10,000 cows. Yes. Yeah. Died because they are not accustomed to 100 plus degree yeah. weather. Uh, 
And uh, in Atlanta next week, it's going to be the high one day is going to be 102. It was 100 yesterday. Well, uh, just know this, that heat uh, comes with bad moods. High temperatures are associated with an increase in persons and a person's negative feelings, uh, being more irritable, being distressed or jittery. So if people seem a little angry, a little road ragey, a little less than themselves, Blame it on the heat. I think we should all just stay home. Uh, the uh, age of 40 is my second random thing. The age of 40 is when people have the most trouble sleeping than any other point in their lives. A team from the Medical College of Georgia say things that, that say things do get better. Uh, Americans start sleeping more at age 60, but 40 is the age of 40 is the worst age for comfortable sleep. And my third random thing is, and I, I'm going to start this out by saying I highly disagree with it, but okay. well, it's a science journal. I get a lot of my stuff from the, these random like journals and whatever. Uh, this journal of social and personal relationships is saying, Hey, you know what? Uh, rebound relationships are okay. Like you don't have to take a long break. You don't have to take a pause between a big relationship and your next relationship. Um, rebound relationships are okay. Why are you so against this? Because I think, I notice what I said, rebound relationships. I think flings are okay. Like I think getting out there and doing what you want to do and having fun and being single, that's great. But you don't want to get into a relationship when you are still recovering from the relationship before. Yeah, that is true. You got to like grieve the past before you move into the future. And it's okay to grieve the the past in the company of a stranger. Like that's fine. (laughs) In the company of a strange person in your bed. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but just don't don't do it as a don't make it be a relationship. So those are my three random things. We like to end our show on Fridays with a beautiful human alert and get ourselves all warm and fuzzy for the weekend. This one is a neighborhood called the Patterhorn Park Community, and it is in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So there's a 70 year old woman. Her name is Linda Taylor, and like a lot of people, she her she was renting her house and she's lived in her house for 20 years. She's been a renter. Her landlord's like, I got to sell. The market's too good. And so he wants to put the house on sale, which means she is going to be out and she would love to buy her house, but she can't because she lost her job during the pandemic. She worked well, for a nonprofit. How old is she? She's 70. Oh. So, which is like, yeah. you know, it's, Yeah. A whole thing. Anywho, the neighborhood was like super sad about this because she's the woman that waves hi to everybody. She has like the free library in her yard, and they she probably just, does probably does folk candy bars at Halloween. She pr- she probably does. She probably like hosts the party in her front lawn and has all the cool decorations, and then you know. Everybody, everybody calls her Miss Linda. Everybody calls her Miss Linda. Um, anyway, so the neighbors were like, no, we cannot let this happen to Miss Linda. She needs to own her home. So they came together, the community, including a church, and people started giving amounts like $5 at a time, right? A couple of people gave like $15,000. A church came, um, gave $200,000. She was able to buy her home and she doesn't have to leave it. No. And look at this picture of her. 
Oh, holding. she's so happy. It's a closing, and she's holding a, uh, a sign that says, just closed, and she is smiling, and she's just so happy. I mean, how cool to do that. I mean, the home was listed at $300,000, and someone in her neighborhood even got the landlord to go, the guy that was selling it, to drop it to two fifty. Oh, wow. Just to help. So I think that's... <laughs> Let's get that person to negotiate our next real estate Well, deal. in all fairness, he works in housing. Okay. Like, that's his yeah. job. So anyways, I thought that was super cool. I love the community vibes of that. And it makes me feel so good to see people rallying for someone that they care about in their own neighborhood. That's what it's all about, right? The Powderhorn Park community... In Minneapolis, you guys are this week's Upside Beautiful Humans. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. It is Father's Day weekend. If that's a surprise to you and you have a father figure in your life, um, better get thinking. (laughs) Better make a target run, get a yeah, car. Yeah, better better get to CVS and see what's left. I do, yeah. I do like the idea of like celebrating anyone that's been a father figure in your life. So even if it's someone that maybe, you know, like you weren't born, you know, with, but someone who's, you know, helped raise you and been in your life, that's an awesome time to celebrate. Jeff Dollar, happy Father's Day. Jim Dollar, Greg Riggs, happy Father's Day. Callie. Spider crab. Oh my goodness. I just Googled it and I can't unshake the, the chills. I like have chills and like a heart palpitation. Oh, oh my God. If I ever saw that in person, I think I would actually have a heart attack. So thanks for sharing that knowledge. Oh, Summer can be a lot on parents because you have to entertain the tiny humans for months at a time. Let KiwiCo help you with that and do it in a way where you can enjoy your kids and enjoy bonding with your kids without having to be the one that plans and organizes and shops and prepares for the project project that you're doing. KiwiCo delivers monthly crates of science and art projects for kids of all ages, and they include everything. So you can bring it wherever summer takes you. Each crate is seriously fun exploration of science, technology, engineering, math, or art through hands-on activities like creating giant bubbles and experimenting with ice cream. I mean, how fun is that during the summer? We got Ellie's first crate when she was just a couple of months old, right? So the play looked a little bit different, but it was super cool because I could learn developmentally what was important for her. And I had no idea. KiwiCo made it super easy for us. Do your part to encourage your children to be innovators and creative thinkers. They won't believe what they can build and accomplish with KiwiCo. Give them the tools to learn new skills, build new experiences, and make new connections to the broader world. There's no commitment, so you can pause or cancel anytime, and there's something for kids of all ages. Pack summer full of memorable discoveries with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month, plus free shipping on any crate line with code UPSIDE at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com, promo code UPSIDE. Hi, I hope this doesn't sound too windy. I am riding my bicycle to my workout right now from outside, but um, I was just going to say the thing about the bridge. I have a bridge. I've had it for a long time. And I like the beeping, you know, the heat, like you said, in between. I hate brushing my teeth. So I always do, you know, the front of that and the back of that first. And then the rest of my teeth brushing time is great. And 
has a pink one, and it's super cute, and I love it. And my husband has one, his is black, and then my son has one, and his is white, and they love it too. And in fact, my husband, this is going to be gross, we were on vacation, and he forgot his toothbrush, so he borrowed mine. I know it sounds gross. Anyways, that's when he had to get one. He's like, are you kidding me? Why haven't you bought me one of these? How come my son has one, and I don't? But anyways, you know how it goes. He's good at first. Hi, Jeff and Callie and Upsiders. This is Kathy, and I was just calling to wish Mary, my daughter, happy birthday. And she's a fantastic daughter. She's been an Upsider from the get-go, followed Jeff and his, his journey to the Upside, and shared that all with her mom. So happy, happy birthday and many more. You guys, I am cracking up at your underwear conversation for trips. I am a Cali. I pack like two pairs a day at least because if I get hot and sweaty, I don't want to put and I go swimming. I don't want to put that damp underwear, like the sweaty underwear back on. It's just gross. So I'm the same way. I'd rather have extra and not need them than need them and not have them. Hi, Callie. Hi, Jeff. I just wanted to say that I am so excited about uh, this new podcast that you're part of, Be Kind to Everyone. I have a special needs child and am around special needs um, children all the time and young adults. Um, I am like actually surprised how many special needs we have in this community, which is autism and other Uh, disabilities. But I'm very excited to listen to this podcast, and I'm so glad that you introduced it to me. Um, So just keep up the good work. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, my gosh, Kelly. I'm so glad that you deleted the app because I'm like a day behind on show. Something was weird with the upload yesterday with the show. But most of all, I actually want to call and say happy Father's Day, Jeff, and all the other father upsiders i hope you guys have an amazing weekend and get to spend it with your lovies and that's it all right love you bye jeff i hear you preschool is four years old but working in a school system and um having a child basically pre-k is the four-year-old um term they call it pre-k because it's pre-kindergarten and preschool yes i guess is defined as anything before elementary school and it can be super young. I know it just sounds funny because of the school part, but I don't know if that helps. It's hard to wrap your brain around those things when you were, you know, when you were little, four-year-old, went to preschool, not an (laughs) 18-month-old. Have a great day, and I hope she had a great day at her summer camp or preschool summer camp, whatever it is. (laughs) Bye. If you're constantly doubting yourself, I'm a psychologist and here are three things I wish I knew when I was younger about self-doubt. Number one, avoidance feeds self-doubt and the more you avoid something, the more you will believe in that narrative that says, I would never have been good enough anyway. Number two, tackling self-doubt demands courageous action in the direction of something that matters to you. Something that feels so important that it overrides your need to feel comfortable and ready. Number three, when you stop waiting for self-doubt to disappear, when you make this radical decision to let that self-doubt come along for the ride as you do that scary thing, it won't hold you back anymore.